You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Yes, we have great marketing plans um, to celebrate the new Big 12, the four new schools. You'll see a lot of that also around Media Day, um, which is on July 12th. And um, we're, again, very excited to be welcoming the four schools in. And they've been very much a big a, a part of what we've been doing over the last nine or ten months since I've been here. Like I said, they've been fully engaged. But officially, they're members in July, and we're going to celebrate it. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. And that is Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark looking at uh, what is really an historic date for the Big 12. Tonight at midnight, the four new schools join the league. That includes UCF, and we are pleased to have with us the voice of UCF. It is Mark Daniels who joins us now. And Mark, hope your summer's going well, and we appreciate you carving out a few minutes to visit with us. Great to be here, John. Thank you. We're all excited indeed about uh, what tonight and tomorrow in the future holds for UCF. Very cool. Very cool. What's it like there on campus or around town? Uh, and any big plans to kind of, you know, welcome in the Big 12 officially? Well, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been a buildup to a celebration the last couple of months. And now the reality is here. You can just feel a different vibe. But UCF has done a number of things the last several days to kind of countdown towards uh, uh, tonight's event and I say tonight's event we're going to do a little gathering at the president's house and almost like a New Year's Eve countdown until midnight with selected VIPs it's been fun on social media the last couple of days uh, our, our incredible content team has done a great job of posting things and so it's been a build-up uh, you know to what is certainly an historical moment for UCF but like everybody else uh, tomorrow uh, you know now you're a full-fledged member and then the business of uh, you know, uh, uh, competing and battling in the Big 12. But it's been a great, uh, you know, it's been a great countdown the last couple of months as we've gotten closer towards reality. And the great thing is, guys, you know, football season now less than two months away. So it's going to continue to build. We announced today a third consecutive sellout for Big 12 home game here. All of our home games will sell out against Big 12 opponents, and uh, it's an exciting time at UCF for a stadium already sold out for the upcoming season. Wow, man, that's great. Well, that's going to be fun. It just struck me, so midnight officially, you know, it turns July 1st, and this is sort of like us in the central time zone. If we watch a New Year's Eve celebration, you know, we'll watch the ball drop in, in Times Square. That's 11 a.m. central, I mean, 11 p.m. central time. So we might could, uh, you know, welcome you in at 11 p.m. central time tonight. Yeah, we're streaming live tonight. This little celebration is kind of a New Year's Eve with a ball counting down and everything. And like I said, it's a special event for a lot of people that played a significant role, not just in getting into the Big 12, but really helping build UCS program over the years. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be the youngest P5 program of the country. And you know, this will be my 29th year, John, at UCF. And, you know, when I started in 1995, which was Dante Culpepper's first year, we were a one double-A independent mm, and uh, wow. just began to make the move to uh, Division One. And, you know, back then we had to play not one but several money games and had to find opponents that you can balance some wins and play some games to fund the athletic department. And, you know, in college sports, 30 years isn't that long of a time. So to go from where UCF was to where we're headed, it's a, it's a huge jump and a lot of wonderful people 
uh, a lot of money, a lot of sweat, a lot of battles along the way to, to, to make tomorrow possible. Wow, that's cool. Well, you've got good perspective going back that long to 1995. Uh, it, it's, it has been a climb, hasn't it? Uh, and is this, the, is this the peak? Is this a step along the way? I mean, where would you say this sort of ranks officially joining the Big 12? Well, it's the most historic moment in the athletic department's history. There's no question about it. And, you know, I, I go back again. When I started, the athletic department really struggled to do a lot of things, to build a football program and to try to compete. And there are a lot of people that told UCF, you can't do this, you can't do that. And it was the vision of a president then, John Hitt, who passed away not that long ago, and some other uh, donors and, and business people that said, look, I think you can use the football program to kind of promote the university uh, which was viewed mostly as you know just a transit school, and had, uh, when I started uh, here in Orlando, sixteen twenty thousand students. Mm. Uh, but then a president that said, "Look, I, I, you know, I, I think I want to move forward in this division one thing." And we bounced around from from independent. <laughs> John, we joined the MAC, and we needed to do that one from a scheduling standpoint to get opponents on a schedule and be right. able to play for a championship and bowl game, and then a conference USA, then in the Big East for an hour and a half before that imploded, <laughs> and then the decade run in the American, but everything from you can't do that to never build an on-campus stadium to building the on-campus stadium. So you'll never be able to get to a, a power five league and to get to a power five league. So as I said, it's hard work of a lot of people, many doubters along the way. And some of those doubters now become supporters and I've been able to watch the growth of it. And, it, you know, like I said, it's a meteoric rise, but UCF isn't just going to be happy to say, Hey, we're in the league. We know that the competition is a step up, but now you want to be able to, to, to match your rivals. You want to be able to put a quality product on the field that you and your opponents are proud of that, that, that help keep the tradition of what the Big 12 has been. So, you know, UCF isn't just happy to come to the party, get a T-shirt, and go home. Their goal is to build a program that can compete in all sports for conference championships. Yeah, very well said. Uh, a lot of uh, conversation I hear, you know, about the four new schools joining the league is – uh, UCF may be the most Big 12 ready, and part of that seems to center around Gus Malzahn having the experience, you know, at Auburn and other places. Um, what, 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 what are your thoughts about that as far as speaking football-wise, being Big 12 ready for your school? You know, timing's everything, and uh, I mean, whether we're, we're more ready than the other threat, you know, I don't know. They all have certainly done their part to be in the position that they're in. You know, we had the back-to-back undefeated seasons in 2017-18. Cincinnati had the great run, obviously, getting into the playoffs. I think, you know, when Gus got here, he didn't know we were headed to the Big 12. The invitation hadn't come then. But I do think he was trying to build a roster above the level where we were at. Then when the announcement came that we're going to the Big 12, he really focused in on how do I balance a high school recruiting class of a different caliber of player than UCF had been recruiting before, and how do I work the transfer portal to bring in players that help us in both areas of need and then the uh, style and quality of play that we want to play as we get to the Big 12. And it's interesting, and you guys know this, fans get obsessed sometimes about high school recruiting rankings, and I try to remind people, you know, at least for Gus's classes, it's not been one of those 24, 25 assigned classes. It's been more of about 12 to 15 in high school. So that alone means you're not going to get as many points to be ranked as high as some people want. I've said, look at the quality of the player that Gus has signed. If you look at the, you know, the, the, the star average or the grade average, well, heck, if you look at the Big 12, I think UCF is in that top half of the Big 12 in quality of recruit. Then in the transfer portal, the same thing. He's earmarked certain players with experience that either he knew from recruiting at Auburn or that he feels are going to upgrade areas of need. And I think he's done a good job in building that roster mixed with a number of positions that UCF returns guys that have a couple of years under their belt and back-to-back nine-win seasons 
you know, I think puts UCF in a spot that, you know, they're ready to step in. Now, the competition's going to increase, as I remind our fans now, nine games of a conference schedule, different level of competition, environments that's a little bit different. It's no knock on the American, which was great for UCF for a decade, but we'd go and play some road games that there weren't 10,000 people. Not mm-hmm. the case with the Big 12, where every game's a sellout which is going to be exciting for fans and players. But, you know, now you've got to be ready for that grind that you guys know about. And even that one extra game of a night conference game, another wear and tear in the body. So excited for it, respect the quality of the opponent, but feel like they're still building and ascending as they head into the Big 12. Mark, uh, we, Baylor, coming to your place September 30th. Look forward to that. What are uh, what, what about your overall football schedule? How do you feel like that sort of uh, came to place? Well, again, just seeing the conference schedule for UCF fans is a level of excitement. Uh, uh, again, no, no, no knock on what the American was and some really quality football programs that we played. It's just a different level where you can look at a Big 12 schedule and go, that's a good one, that's a good one, that's a good one, and, <laughs> right. and, and not go, well, that's an easy one. There right. are no gimmies in the Big 12, as you know. And look, guys, our second game of the year, we traveled across the country to play Boise State. Um, in, in, in a return game, we had them here a couple of years ago. They finished really strong last year, bring a lot of people back. That's a big challenge for us. So that'll be a game that we play before coming back home and then starting a conference schedule, going to Kansas State. So welcome to the Big 12. Um, so, so the schedule is going to be challenging. I think it's exciting. A chance to go to Norman where you're playing your former quarterback and Dylan Gable is going to be exciting. But UCF fans are thrilled about the quality of opponents that are coming to our stadium. It's going to be a, a, a new experience and you know, one thing that has helped to quickly sell out in the American, you had to put aside X number of tickets, and most of them went unsold. Mm. Not in the Big 12. Every home game is going to sell out for UCF. And I know Baylor fans will get a great atmosphere. They come here in the bounce house and 45-plus thousand uh, that makes a lot of noise. And we want to make sure that our atmosphere equals some of the many great atmospheres in the Big 12. Fantastic. That's great. We're looking forward to the trip already. Final question. We're talking football. You know, that's uh, kind of first, first sport up and gets a lot of attention, deservedly so. But – what, where do you feel like your other programs are? Men's basketball, women's basketball, baseball, softball, the other sports. Where do you think they are as you step into the Big 12? Yeah, first I'll say about women's sports. UCF won the most women's championships when we were in the American. It's some really good programs. Our baseball program, uh, Super Regional, last year ran into that powerhouse called Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past year, uh, again, made the NCAA tournament, went up to Tallahassee, lost to Florida State, who just lost to Oklahoma. So mm-hmm. I think softball's in a really good position to step in and compete with other teams that are you know, maybe a step behind Oklahoma. Uh, and I think other women's programs are going to uh, contend. Basketball has got a coach in her second year that was at Baylor. Um, and Satya Messer has done yeah. a really good job yeah. in trying to rebuild a roster. And I think she's got a really bright future. Our baseball program, we just changed coaches. We've kind of been right on the outside of the NCAA tournament. But I think we've got a bright future with a, a, a former player that's come back as a coach. Look, the basketball side for the men, we're stepping into what we know is the best league in the country, and that's a challenge for us. Johnny Dawkins, like a lot of teams, has lived with the portal giveth and portal taketh away, so a lot of roster turnover there. They bring back a few exciting players. We lost a guy that was a lottery pick, number nine overall, in Taylor Hendricks, so it's going to be a challenge. We'll see how the group comes together. You never understand how chemistry, at least in June, is going to be like when you get to November, but we know we're stepping up in a different level of competition, so we may take our lumps a little bit, maybe as the year gets going, uh, uh, the team will improve with some chemistry. Uh, but at the same time, John, there's a level of excitement about what the program can be. You benefit by who you are partners with. You've got to elevate your game. But I think UCF, like in football, begins to recruit a different level of player 
and knows that that's a benefit by going to the Big 12. So basketball may have some catching up to do. I think they'll get better as the year goes along. I think football maybe is in a better spot because of who's returning. But, you know, again, it's just a different level of excitement to be going into the league that we're stepping into and great respect for the many programs and hope that, you know, uh, Big 12 fans, Baylor fans look forward to coming to Orlando for all sports and, you know, we think from a football standpoint, we've got maybe the most desired destination where instead of a three, we become maybe a four-day weekend to enjoy everything that Orlando offers. And that's part of the many reasons uh, we're just so excited about the Big 12. Pretty cool. Well said. Well, man, it's great to visit with you. I appreciate your time today. Enjoy uh, what's left of the summer and hope to see you at the Big 12 Media Days in a couple of weeks. We'll be there. Look forward to it. Thank you, John. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Mark Daniels, the great play-by-play voice for UCF, one of the four new members of the Big 12 officially becoming Big 12 members at midnight tonight. And Aaron, he said they've got a uh, kind of drop the ball <laughs> midnight uh, celebration plan tonight as well. Yeah, that's really cool. He that said is they're fun. Treating it like New Year's Eve. Yeah. And they're going to have the ball's going to drop and they're going to celebrate being members of the Big 12. It's just really, really cool how excited these schools are to be in the Big 12. And I thought that was great that he started from the beginning when he said they were uh, – Division one double A independent. Yeah. And exactly. now they're in the Big Twelve. That's <laughs> that's a pretty remarkable journey for a university. Yeah, and Mark's been there every step of the way. So great to visit with him about that. Appreciate Mark Daniels, the voice of UCF. Let's take a break. We'll be back. Look ahead.